Wow. So that's like like calling a Canadian an American is not as bad as calling. It's worse than calling an American a Canadian, right? <laughs> yeah, it, it's kind of like it, it's kind of like when someone says, "Hey, Troy, nice to meet you. Where in where in England are you from?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or, New or, Zealand. or worse, or, or worse, New, New Zealander. <laughs> yeah, yes, right. I was going to say that. Yeah. yeah. Big love out to our New Zealand brothers, by the way. Uh, <laughs> G'day, Troy Dean from WP Elevation, and welcome to episode eighty-eight of the WP Elevation podcast. Our guest this week is Ben Fox, who is Canadian, not American and is one of the co-founders of Sidekick Pro, which is a WordPress plugin that provides a whole bunch of walkthroughs for your clients to learn how to use WordPress. Now, I know what you're saying. Hang on a second, Troy. You guys are the guys behind video user manuals. Why would you have this joker on your podcast? Well, we explore that. We talk about whether or not we're competition, whether or not we see each other as competition. We also talk about uh, Slack channels. We talk about Agile, Scrum, Sprints, Pivotal Tracker, we talk about the icebox backlog in a sprint. We talk about Scrum Masters, what it's like being in a business incubator, and what it's like making the transition from client services to a product company. Ben is also sponsoring one business license to Sidekick Pro, which is valued at $299 a month, and two site owner licenses valued at $5 a month. And the competition this week, because I forgot to announce it during the interview, for the, to enter the competition this week, leave a comment under the video and tell Ben your greatest fear as being an entrepreneur. What is your greatest fear being an entrepreneur? Just let it all out. Let's have an open conversation about it. Tell us your greatest fear being an entrepreneur, and I'll get Ben to swing by and engage in the conversation and award those prizes a couple of weeks after this episode goes live. It's a fascinating interview. I've been meaning to get Ben on the podcast for quite some time. We first met at Pressnomics, and uh, we hit it off, and I I genuinely wish these guys all the best uh, in their future endeavours. Uh, It's a great episode. I hope you're listening. I hope you're paying attention. Stay with us. Let's elevate. This is the WP Elevation Podcast, helping WordPress consultants elevate. This episode of the WP Elevation Podcast is brought to you by Video User Manuals, the only way to teach your clients how to use WordPress. The original plugin from 2008 that puts video tutorials in your client's WordPress dashboard to teach them how to use WordPress, how to use WooCommerce, SEO by Yoast, how to use Gravity Forms, and how to set up and read their Google Analytics reports. Of course, all the videos and the written manual are updated with every stable release of WordPress. The Video User Manuals plugin is $24 a month or $240 a year, and you can take the Video User Manuals plugin for a spin on all of your client sites for just $1 for your first 30 days by going to videousermanuals.com slash podcast. That's videousermanuals.com slash podcast, and you'll be able to access the plugin there for just $1 for your first month. Support for WP Elevation also comes from Audible. Audible has over 180,000 titles in their library of audiobooks. I love audiobooks. I listen to audiobooks whenever I'm not listening to podcasts. You can get a free audiobook of your choice along with a free 30-day trial by visiting wpelevation.com slash audible. That's wpelevation.com slash audible. Download a free audiobook right now and get a free 30-day trial of Audible and start enjoying audiobooks when you're not listening to our podcast. (music) 
G'day, Troy Dean here from WP Elevation, and I'm very pleased to have with me all the way from the US of A, Ben Fox. Hey, Ben, how you doing? Hey, Troy, and it's Canada. It's Canada, that's right. I forgot you guys are actually, <laughs> you're based in Canada, aren't you? We're Canadian-based, that's right. That's right. But you are actually, you are actually American, right? I am not, no. I am born what? and bred Toronto. Oh, really? Yeah. What about Bart? Where's Bart from? Bart, Bart was born in Poland, um, oh, okay. lived, lived in Greece, and, um, and then now, now Toronto, but right. uh, I, we, are, we are both Toronto boys. Wow. So that's like, like calling a Canadian an American is not as bad as calling, it's worse than calling an American a Canadian, right? <laughs> yeah, it, it's kind of like, it, like when someone says, hey, Troy, nice to meet you. Where in, where in England are you from? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or, or, worse, or, or, or worse, New Zealander. <laughs> yeah, yes, right, I was yeah. going to say that. Yeah. yeah. Big love out to our New Zealand brothers, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Um, all right, awesome. Hey, for those that don't know, Ben is from Sidekick. We're going to be talking about all things WordPress and education and biz dev and cool stuff. Um, and also, Ben is sponsoring an amazing prize this week for the uh, for the podcast competition. Uh, he is giving away a business plan, one business plan, and two site owner plans uh, of the Sidekick uh, uh, system. Now, the business plan is valued at two hundred ninety nine dollars a month. And the site owners are $5 a month. Um, more information on that coming up a little bit later in the interview. So stick around for details on how you can enter that draw. Hey, Ben, before we start geeking off about WordPress and SaaS and entrepreneurial stuff, when you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? Uh, a pilot. Ah, nice. Like yeah. a, like an like a Air, Air Force fighter pilot or a civilian pilot? I wanted to be an Air Force fighter pilot. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. And uh, I wanted to go to Annapolis because the Canadian fighter school was nowhere near as good. Um, and, uh, I have, uh, vertigo, <laughs> so, they, <laughs> so they don't, yeah, they don't, if you can't spin upside down, they don't let you fly fighter jets or wow. any jets. Wow. How did you discover yeah. that you had vertigo? Did they like put you um, in a simulator and you freaked out or? Uh, no, r- roller coasters. Just, uh, oh. yeah, I went on, a, went on a roller coaster at Canada's Wonderland, which is like our six flags and, and won too many times and, um, and it hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so at what point did you discover the internet and think, okay, there's something in this. I'm going to spend a bit of time trying to forge a career here. Um, I was, uh, 17, 16 or 17. And I used all the money that I earned one summer as a camp counselor at the time was like $3,000, um, to buy, um, a Pentium computer and a 19 inch, like massive honking CRT monitor. And I had one of those. Um, I was the first person, so I, I have three siblings, and, and, and I was the, I'm, one, I'm the second youngest, and I, got, I was the first one to get internet in the house. I convinced my parents to let me bring cable internet in the house. It was, it was, uh, like, it was like one megabit down, it was, it was, but it was high speed because it wasn't dial-up. Anyways, yeah, I, I got on there, and I discovered uh, um, that I could get onto forums, and, and I you know, started importing uh, clothing from India, um, you know, finding, yeah, like, like, like B stock clothing, um, that was, um, completely legitimate. And, and, and I learned all about NAFTA and free trade. And, and, um, I, I t- you know, turned my house into like a jobbing warehouse. I would send my parents to hotel for the weekend and we would import like American apparel, American Eagle, not American apparel, American Eagle sweatshirts. And, and what I would do is, is, um, take pre-orders on these web forums and pe- pe- people would send me money, and they would just send me deposits, and, and they trusted me. And, and I would uh, ship out, bring in two thousand sweatshirts, and ship them out in lots of twenty-five. And my <laughs> girlfriend and I did that, and um, it was great until the, the until the Canadian um, until I got a call from a customs officer saying we're we've closed the loophole, you can't bring them in anymore. Ah, <laughs> oh, bummer. Yeah, but it was it was bummer. that's when I start, that's when it started. Damn government. <laughs> <laughs> 
so at what point did you discover WordPress? So I'm curious, what were you looking for when you discovered mm-hmm. WordPress and what was your initial reaction when you first saw it? Yeah, that's, um, I love that. I love the story because I had, I had just been fired um, from, a, from, from a job. Yep, excellent. <laughs> didn't, know what I, didn't know what I was going to do. I was poached into this big corporate job and, and three months later, summarily not so politely told to get out. And um, so I wandered into a tech meetup because I'd always been kind of a tech geek. And I overheard some people talking about how they needed a, um, a website and they were going to go to India to get it done. And I said, don't go to India to get a website done. I'll, I'll, I'll do it for you. And they said, okay. And they wrote me a check right there for $300. And I had to go home and figure out how to build a website. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I typed in um, how to build a website and, and WPBeginner.com popped up. Wow. And uh, so big thank you to Syed Balki for, for launching my, my, my career. And, uh, and that's how I got started with WordPress. And I went, I found ThemeForest and I found, um, I can't remember who I hosted with at first hosted with a bunch of people because $3 a month, right? Yep. And then, um, yeah, I mean, my, my reaction was, this should be a lot easier than it looks, was my first reaction. Um, like, it looks like, it looked super simple. Mm. I, think, I think it was still WordPress 2.7 mm-hmm. or 2.6 at that point. Yep. And, um, but it was certainly the best of anything that was out there, and I got the website done and learned a lot about how to, you know, and then that's, that's how it got started. Awesome. And, and so, so you didn't kind of go, you didn't take any of the others for a spin. You didn't take Joomla for a spin. It was just like you typed in that query and WP Beginner was the thing. So you went, okay, well, this guy's teaching me how to build a website. And obviously WordPress yeah. is like the, the best practice industry standard to use. Um, no. So after that first experience with WordPress, I, um, the next time I went to build, I, lear- I started learning about other CMSs and I installed Drupal, I installed Joomla and, and um, tried to build with, with Drupal, I think, Drupal 6. And it was just, I even tried Expression Engine. Uh-huh. Uh, I tried them all. I mean, I paid 300 bucks for a license with Expression Engine. Yeah. And it, it just, it just wasn't as good. I mean, I've, 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 I can honestly say that I'm, I've tried them all and WordPress is, I'm a WordPress guy because it was, it's the best system out there. Yeah. It's, yeah. The, it's the path of least resistance, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. And, and the, I mean, not just that, but, but the community. Had WordPress been as difficult as Drupal, but I had, still had the community around me, I probably would have stuck with WordPress anyway, but it wouldn't have been as fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the community plus the, you know, and then I started learning about the core team and this and that, and there was, that was it. I mean, I, I was hooked. I remember seeing the plugin. I remember discovering the plugin repository for the first time. Yes. And just going, oh, my Lord. Yes. I can yes. do what for free? <laughs> yes. I own – so it wasn't the plugin repository for me. It was ThemeForest. I own oh, yeah. $2,000 worth of themes I've never used. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you wouldn't be alone there, man. <laughs> no. I have a problem. My name is Ben Fox, and I have a problem. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm addicted to ThemeForest. I mean, it, it's only a matter of time before ThemeForest reseller sites come popping up all over the place. Like, I bought this theme back in 2013. It's never been used. You can have it for, like, you know, 30% of the price. <laughs> yeah, a fresh theme, never been used. Okay. <laughs> um, so how do you – for those that don't know uh, what, who you are and what you do, how do you describe what you do in one sentence? What's your elevator pitch, so to speak? Um, we, enable, we enable people to use um, any web-based software um, – faster and easier than they would if they had to learn it on their own i think is i think is 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 what we do so not just wordpress no sidekick is completely platform agnostic so um our beachhead is wordpress for sure um we're best known in wordpress but um we're part we're part of the wp engine for example we're in the wp engine hosting portal but it's ruby 
Um, they're, they're, they're a, if you're a WP Engine customer, that little help me button in the left corner is, is, is Sidekick, but it's not, um, they don't, they don't uh, use WordPress to power their account center. Right. And um, uh, I'm, we're going to talk more about Sidekick in a moment, sure. but I just sort of want to get to know a little bit more about, well, our audience want to get to know a little bit more about Ben Fox and your, your journey. Um, just thinking about Sidekick, it's been a rapid growth. So, so let's, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll kind of come to the present time. Um, what, what do you actually spend most of your time doing day to day? Because are you are you a de- are you a developer or a designer or a no I am not, I am not, neither of those things and in fact I'm not allowed to touch code um, <laughs> at all I've had my keys re- revoked I've had my two factor authentication deleted from my phone Bart does not allow me to touch code excellent um, there might may or may not have been an incident with the platform going down but right. anyways um, <laughs> you and yeah, I, no, I uh, yeah <laughs> I am uh, I mean I'm a marketing and I'm a biz dev guy and anyone that's met me anywhere at a WordCamp or, or otherwise knows that I I, I love to talk to people and I'm, I love relationships so. Um, the number one thing that I do is is foster and, and grow and maintain relationships between my company and potential clients, between the community. I belong to seven or eight Slack channels, um, different things like WP Eagles, Masterminders, Core. I mean, you know, um, and uh, and and so I spend a lot of my day communicating with other people outside and um, relying on my team to to do what they do. Nice. Um- and so, what, what does a typical day look like? Are you are you uh, answering incoming queries? Are you doing outbound or inbound marketing strategies? Yeah. Are you in meetings with large organisations looking at biz DevOps? Yeah, all, all of that. It, it, it's being being a small business entrepreneur that's trying to break into big business is is really cool because um, I run. So, if you come to Sidekick.pro and you click on live chat, that's me. I'm the only one in my company that does that. So if it's open, I'm the one talking to you. At the same time, um, you know, we just launched, you know, I'm on the phone with um, a VP at GoDaddy or, um, you know, talking to someone from, uh, you know, a large organization, you know, that that I want to sell to um, way above my pay grade and and then speaking with them or developing, um, you know, at the same time, writing my next WordCamp presentation. Um, All of that, you know, we we do all of that. Um, The struggle is is focus and planning um, and making sure, you know, um, I'm very fortunate to have advisor like, you know, Chris Lemma says, have three things you want to accomplish every day. And we really try and do that. Um, and I empower my team to remind us, remind me to make sure that I do that. Um, but that's asking me what a typical day is, is it, 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 there's no such thing. Mm. A typical day is, is no typical day. You know, mm. yesterday I thought I was, I got to the office yesterday morning at 745 thinking I was going to have, you know, nice and early. And I spent two hours putting out a client fire. Mm. Um, completely unexpected, but so that's you know just the way it works. So how, how big is your team at the moment at, at Sidekick? We are seven full time, and we have a part time designer. Wow! And so yeah. the, and the, and so the the bulk of your team are developers, right? Yes, we have uh, five of them are are developers. Yeah. Okay, and there's and there and you and Bart are the co founders. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Cool. Um, what's the one thing that keeps you awake at night about the business? <laughs> just only one, one just, oh, one. just yeah, one thing <laughs> well okay um, what's the one thing that kept you awake last night about the business yeah no i um you know surprisingly it, it's it's people are gonna think it's money it's not money um what keeps me awake is um am i doing it right are we doing the right thing are we are we on the right path um you know Am, am I am I flying the plane in the right direction? You know, or, or do I need to adjust? Um, constantly thinking about that. My brain's constantly moving. You know, Bart and I are constantly messaging each other. Hey, I had this idea. What about that idea? And it, it's gotten better as as we've gotten more experienced, as we've gotten more focused. 
Um, but we're, we're always wondering if, if we're on the right, on the right path and, and constantly evaluating. I want to loop back and talk about that in a moment because I'm fascinated uh, sure. about how other people do that. Um, but before we get there, what do you do when you're not working? How do you stay sane? Um, how do I stay sane? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm recently married. So oh, congratulations, sanity, san- man. Thank you. Sanity is not an option. Um, <laughs> now my, my wife's an entrepreneur as well. So we... Um, Ouch. We, we have... Yeah, no, it, no, it's great. Actually, having... having you say ouch, but um, having, you know, there's, there's mutual understanding and having support like that is, is yeah. unbelievable. Being able, you know, the only problems come when we're both at the bottom of the roller coaster at the same time. <laughs> uh, but otherwise, it's, it, she's amazing and I couldn't do this without her, that's for sure. Um, what do we do? I mean, we have Netflix and we make sure that, uh, you know, we, we watch whatever show we're watching. Um, I think it's the following now we're watching. And uh-huh. uh, every second Wednesday is date night. So that's, you know, that's important, making sure that we get out and and, and do stuff together. Um, And my friends don't like hearing about WordPress. So, you know, I I, I go out with them to make sure I don't talk about it. They look at me like I'm still that geek in high school. So um, that's what I do is try and try and get out of the office and get out of my head as much as I can, which is, as you know, sometimes possible and sometimes not. Yeah, yeah. And if there was one thing, if there was, if you could wave a magic wand and fix one thing about the sidekick business right now, what would it be? Oh God, that's not a fair question, man. <laughs> um, not that anything's broken. Um, you know what? It's not that anything's broken. I, I, if I could fix one thing, um, if I could add one thing, I would, um, I, I would bring in an experienced um, salesperson. I think we're at that point now. Uh, where I need someone in sales where I can't be the only one driving sales. So I would, I would, I would have the funds to, I would, if I could wave a magic wand, I'd have the funds to hire a salesperson right now. Hmm. And so I guess <clears throat> this kind of loops around to what I was going to ask you before. How do you know, and I mean, you kind of touched on it, and maybe you don't know, maybe you don't have an answer for it, but I think it's interesting, it's worth exploring. How do you know what it is? Like, you know, Chris Lemmer says, make sure you've got three big things that you want to tick off each day. How do you know what those three things are? And I ask this, you know, for my own, uh, selfish reasons more than anything because I'll quite yeah. often be sitting here going there's a there's a ton of things I could be working on right now how do you know what the most important thing is to be working on right now yeah there, there's there's no um if you're if you don't have a plan then it's it's an impossible question um that question the answer to that question started two weeks ago at our sprint kickoff meeting right um, when the marketing team and the development team sat down to decide what the next two weeks were going to, for us, I mean, we do two week sprints, sorry, I should say that. Mm-hmm. So we use agile development. Um, mm-hmm. we've been in, you know, we've got a scrum master, et cetera. And, and so I adjust what I'm doing to make sure that I meet the requirements of that sprint. And then it goes back even further to the beginning of the year when Bart and I sat down and said, what are our plans and goals and expectations? So, um, one thing that I, you know, that I do every day has to, at least one thing has to align with what our annual goals are, annual plans. So if, you know, focus on education, I've got to do one thing that furthers our, our plans to get into universities. Um, and then usually two, two of those things are more, a little more tactical and more focused on getting, getting our sprint done. So we just redid our pricing pages and we just were redoing our homepage. I mean, um, they needed some help. So, um, it's, it's, yeah, it's not a simple answer, but it, it starts with a solid plan and a focus. Uh, and by the way, it doesn't mean you're locked in. You can, you can go back and reevaluate, but just have things to get done. Uh, that's really fascinating. For those that don't understand the, the agile culture and the sprint, just briefly explain, like, w- did you adopt that philosophy from day one? No. Um, okay, uh-huh. so, 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 what, what, so how much impact did that kind of have on, the, on your productivity? 
it's been transformative. I don't know how else to put that. We, we started with um, Trello. We used, used Trello cards and we moved to teamwork.com and then back to Trello and, and nothing seemed to be working. And it's because we, no matter what we did, we were stuck in what the traditional sort of waterfall uh, management. And then we hired um, uh, who is now a lead developer by the name of um, Kyle Newsom. And he sat down with Bart and I and said, this isn't working. And he said, I'm going to be the scrum master and I'm going to teach you agile. And so we use something called Pivotal Tracker. Mm. And um, basically the way it works is every task is, belongs to a story that you want to tell. Um, so if, if the story could be, for example, that we just added, like we just added captioning to Sidekick. So the story was we wanted to add captioning. And then um, every task assigned to um, that, every, you know, every task we assigned to that story had to do with captioning. And then captioning was added to the sprint. Um, and so everything we did centered around that, I, I'm, you know, and you move, basically you move things from, you put all your ideas into the icebox and they get moved into the backlog. Um, and then from a backlog that goes into, um, um, into sprint. And then finally it's done, it's delivered. And then the beauty is that we have every two weeks, um, we sit down as a team and we do and have an, what's called an acceptance meeting. And I'm identified, I'm the product owner. So I act as, sorry, I'm not the product owner. I act as the customer. So I get to evaluate it and say, as the customer, do I accept this product or this piece of the product or not? So I realize that's a very high level overview. And for those of you that know Scrum, you're cringing because that's a horrible explanation. <laughs> but I can, I can tell you that um, go learn more. If, if, you're, if you're finding that, you know, you're after a month, you know, you feel like you've done a ton of work and, and haven't moved forward at all, explore Agile. Mm. Um, I just came back from a, a trip to the West Coast where I visited three different hosting companies and... Um, these are big companies, and they've all adopted the agile development method. And um, that, I think that's saying something. When these Fortune 500s or, or bigger um, start doing it, and the little guy, this is not something that's big and scary. You, everyone can adopt it. We should all be doing it. Uh, I've heard a lot about it over the years. I've, I've seen presentations on it. I've studied a little bit. I, w I can absolutely categorically say that we have not adopted it, and we don't do it. Or if we do, we're doing it very badly. Um, <laughs> If there was, and I know this is shiny object syndrome, but if there was one tool that you would suggest to help you implement Agile, it would be Pivotal Tracker in your case? Yeah, I would get Pivotal Tracker and, and, um, and try and find an advisor, and there are tons out there, especially if you're in the WordPress community. Mm. Just post and say, hey, who's a Scrum Master? They're mm. called Scrum Masters. And um, ask them how to get started. In fact, um, if you need help, you know, and, and you want to send me an email, I, if, if, if you have user, you know, listeners out there and then they legitimately need some help, I'll, I'll help out. You know, um, Kyle's amazing at this stuff and it'll take him 20 minutes to get him set up. So, awesome. um, Thank let you, me, you know, let, let me know. My pleasure. Appreciate it. I might just take you up on that, uh, that offer. Um, now, for those that might, there might be a certain percentage of our audience thinking right now, why are we being so uh, friendly and talking to each other like this? Because some people might think that we're actually competitors. We're not. <laughs> I don't think we are. I don't. Do you think we are? <laughs> I don't actually. I don't and, think we are. Uh, yeah, no, I don't. So I'm curious. Why don't you think we're competitors? Um, we're, so, so, so we're specifically talking about Sidekick and video user manuals here, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 So I, you know, so so I I guess in a way we're in the same space. Um, same with Sean Hex at the WP 101, uh -huh. and um, you know, Bart and I were looking for a way to solve a specific problem, and that was to get people to their first post faster and get people to um, find a way to help people in flow, in context, so they didn't have to call us anymore. Um, and yeah, video helps with that. 
um, but I, I think what video does, video is more of the lectures. To me, video is more of the lecture series. Video is more of the, you know, the, go to the, the lecture hall, there's 600 students and the professor and the professor's talking and that's great. But what Sidekick is, is the, um, Sidekick is the lab. Sidekick is when the TA is standing next to you and saying, okay, now try this, now try this. Um, it's the, it's the handholding that comes along with it. So um, I think we do different things. And I think our market is big enough now that there are people that need different things. Um, had I not watched WP101's explanation of the difference between you know, WordPress.com and WordPress.org when I first started, I would never have understood that. Mm. And Sidekick, can, Sidekick will never be able to explain that stuff. Mm. Um, but how to create a post, um, I think Sidekick does incredibly well because it does, it's in context to your website. It's right in your dashboard. No matter what your dashboard looks like, Sidekick will help you create your first post. So... Um, I think there's some overlap, but I, I also think that, you know, what you guys do is awesome. And I think what we do is awesome. And then there's certainly a place for both of us in the, in the market. Yeah, I agree. I absolutely agree wholeheartedly. And also, you, you guys aren't just in the WordPress space. So you have Sidekick no. is available for, for SaaS apps, right? So, yes. for example, WP Engine, when you sign into WP Engine, Sidekick then walks you through their account portal and how to use their account portal, which has got nothing to do with WordPress, correct? Correct. Right. Yeah. So, so tell me who... Like outside of the WordPress space, who are your ideal clients or who are the types of uh, uh, SaaS apps or, or organizations that you're going after that, that you see there's a really good alignment or a good, um, you know, a good, a good value proposition there? Yeah, I think that um, anyone that has a, a high level of support pain or a high, level, a high rate of churn due to technical issues um, or complication is a, is a potential sidekick customer. Um, Sidekick, you know, we, we reduced, we say it, we reduce churn, we increase customer happiness, um, and we, re we lower support costs. And we, we know these things. I mean, and we have the stats to back it up. And uh, so it, it's kind of a, a very wide market. In fact, I was just working on a deck 20 minutes ago. It's a very difficult market to, to enumerate. Um, we're focused on, we think we can really help schools that are, that, are putting, that are putting WordPress out into, you know, for example, NYU, every faculty and student a member of, of New York University has the ability to start a WordPress blog on nyu.blog.edu or blog.nyu.edu. And um, they had a team of four people answering questions from 40,000 people. And so they instituted Sidekick and on, on just the getting started, you know, and, and they're seeing a, re a reduction in, in, in tickets. So, uh, and from there, you know, they're a great beachhead into, all right, let's go talk to Blackboard, you know, big LMS system or, or PeopleSoft. Um, big human resources system, because these are also systems that have a massive support pain for the people that, that manage them. Mm. Um, and churn is very expensive for Oracle. Um, it's expensive for GoDaddy, but it's incredibly expensive for Oracle. So, um, you know, th that's, that's where we're going. Not to say we don't love our SME clients and um, that, that we are really working hard. Like right now, you can't come on to Sidekick.pro as a small business and, and small SaaS business and get Sidekick for you. We're really working hard to figure out a way to make that work, um, and we hope to have an announcement in about a month. But um, for now, it's it's mostly large businesses that we're going after, or, or big institutions. So when you say large business, I'm looking at your plans here, and so we're, we're looking at a business plan, which is like $300 a month, right? Right. Well, um, that, those are WordPress plans you're looking at. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So so where do I find the where do I find the non WordPress plans? You, this is what you don't. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. So there. So that we're 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 still trying to figure that out. Um, because it's right now our non-WordPress plans start at $3,000 a month. Gotcha. 
right? Um, and there's a lot of reasons for that for pricing that level. I mean, we need you know we need to survive. Yeah, um, it's 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 less expensive to support one big. It's more sorry, I shouldn't say less expensive. It's more profitable to support one big client than mm. 400 small clients. Um, and right now, that's what we need as mm. as, a, as a growing startup. Mm. Um, so how do you? I'm curious, like how you get on the radar of how do you how do you begin the biz dev process? Like if you're going, <laughs> if you know, <laughs> he says, "I wish I knew." <laughs> yeah, it just sort of happened, man. Uh, sorry, I interrupted you. No, no. So, so how do you like? How do you, um, you know, how do you start the conversation with you know with NYU or GoDaddy or you know. Like, I mean, I guess the hosting companies is kind of is kind of different because we're kind of in that space, and there's obviously you know you might meet them at a word camp or you might start the conversation. Right. But how do you st- how do you start the conversation with a blackboard or an NYU, for example? Um, so I can only talk about me. I'm I'm not you know I've met I've had the the, the pleasure of meeting and the, and the and the the just the luck to meet um, a number of professional salespeople who who are awesome men and women who do this for a living, and I almost feel guilty because they are so. Um, they're so good at what they do that that, um, and I just feel like I'm fumbling. So, but the way I do it, because I'm not a trained sales professional, at least I'm I'm self-trained, um, is is all, it all has to do with relationships. It all has to do with. Um, I had a college professor who would say to me, um, "There's just there's if you want to be successful, show up on time, dress to play. In other words, you know." Be there when you say you'll be there with the information and, and, and whatever it is, whatever your uniform is, whether it's a suit and tie, mm. whether it's a baseball uniform, whether it's the, you know, a T-shirt mm. and the ability to talk, you know, just be there with that. And, and that's been our, our that's been my um, my arsenal. So for me, it started at WordCamps, talking to people at WordCamps, you know, using WordPress, um, people like Austin Gunter, Chris Lemma, Kareem Maruki, um, you know, and I'm missing you, um, Sean, you know, Tony Perez. Th- these are names in WordPress that, that a year ago I would be like, oh, my God, these guys, you know, they're unapproachable. They are very approachable. Mm. Go and talk to them. Um, and from there, it just sort of leads out, man. You just have to be you have to be um, you have to have some tenacity and push. I went and camped out in the WP Engine office for a week before they signed that deal. Wow. Wow. Um, I, I said to them, I'm coming down to Texas and I'm going to work from your office and we're going to get to know each other. And I got to know their entire, they were our first, they were our first big, big client. And, um, that was a risk, mm. but they're, they're, first of all, they're probably some of the most amazing people you'll ever meet. And, um, they took a risk on me, but I went and, and, and worked at a desk from the, dub- I slept on, on someone's floor from the, you know, they just invited me into their home. So, um, that's all relationship based. And, and that's how that contract came about. And then from there, um, you know, whatever in you can get to start, you take and you build up from there. And that's what we've done. Um, it definitely doesn't happen. Overnight success takes years, mm. I think is, is, the, is the sentence. Um, so I'm sorry, that's really disjointed. I have no sort of tried and true method, except just talk to people, be yourself, be sincere, apologize for your mistakes. I know it's a very Canadian thing to do. And, um, you know, and, and then the other part of it is have an awesome product. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I am so proud of what Bart and his team have built that it's like, sometimes I just need to shut up and show a demo. Yeah. And, and people are like, oh, awesome. You know, I get it. And that, it has, you know, Sidekick, the Sidekick demo has gotten me into as many boardrooms or more than just me talking to people and asking if I can come in. Um, it kind of sounds like hustle to me. Like, I mean, what, what you're describing, I understand that to be you just get out there and hustle and you do whatever you need to do to get in front of the right people and start those conversations and build those relationships. 
Yeah, but hustle in a in a in a genuine way. Yeah. I mean, we all we all know those people that hustle in a in a not in a not so genuine or they come across as not so genuine. Don't be afraid to ask people. Find a group of advisors that will tell you the truth. Um, and 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 certainly um, there are people that will do that for you and um, and adjust. But be yourself. Be genuine. Um, t- t- tell me about the incubator that you guys have been through. The, yeah. the uh, what what how did that come about and what's that process been like? So we're we're members of the of the Ryerson Digital Media Zone. It's actually yes just yesterday rebranded as the DMZ because um, they're five they're five years old now. Um, how did it come about? So Ryerson University is the largest university, one of the largest universities in downtown in Toronto. There are four universities in Toronto. There's like two hundred thousand students. Um, to tell you the story of the of the of the incubator will take forever. But basically, um, when I met Bart, I said to him, you know, we had this idea, we had a beer. And I said to him, if I can get us into a space, I didn't know which space it was going to be. Will you come work with me? Because I needed a technical co-founder. And he said yes. So um, it was a, the application process took four, it was four presentations, sorry, three presentations and a written application. I wrote a 30-page business plan, which we promptly shredded on day one. <laughs> um, as any, you know, but, that's, you have to, but you have to do that process. Um, the DMZ only takes companies that have a working prototype at the time we were called wpuniversity.com mm-hmm. um so we were wordpress only and we actually were accepted into something called um rfi which is ryerson futures it's a it's an accelerator program and um they are actually for they're a for-profit arm of the university's incubator and they'll allow you to take um so they'll take a percentage and give you money if you want it and they give you ad- additional advice it's been they're another reason why we are where we are it's been incredible being being in a space in downtown Toronto where there's 70 or 80 other, you know, other tech startups. I can tap other entrepreneurs on the shoulder. Everyone's having the same problems, the same struggles. Um, it's been amazing. I mean, we're certain, I think we've, we've, we've been graduated out of the program. Now we're, we're, we're here still, but only because the rent's very affordable and <laughs> it's a, the internet is a gigabit up and down and I have a, you know, I get wow. a front desk, I get a front desk, you know, front desk stuff. Yeah. It's really fast. Um, we sit on the, on the UUNet backbone and, um, so, yeah, if you can get into an incubator, if, do it. Um, absolutely do it. And if you need advice on that, tweet at me and I'll, I'll tell you, you know, we've got lists of all the best incubators in North America um, and I can tell you where to go because we, have, we get those ratings. So was, there a, was it a combination of funding and mentorship or was it just mentorship that you were going right. after? When, so we were 100% bootstrapped. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't know that at the time. So they actually said to us, they, our advisors, Matt and Alan, sat us down and said, we don't know anything about this WordPress thing, but it looks like it's going to be big. So um, we're not going to give you any money, but we're going to give you four months and some desk space. And by the time that they realized that we had something going, um, we had already landed a development contract with um, a major television network to refactor their entire site for, I think it was fifty or $60,000. So we didn't need to take any money. Wow. Um, and and off, we were off to the races. Um, so we maintained our bootstrap status. But um, you can get funding. I think... The initial seed fund or angel fund was fifty grand. If we'd wanted it, they would have taken five percent. And uh, what kind of what kind of mentor? Like what what areas of business were they instrumental in helping you guys navigate your way through? Um, the first thing they're instrumental in is is reminding you that what you're going through is normal um, as an entrepreneur, and 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 saying you're fine, just keep going. Um, that's the most important. And then uh, pricing was our first struggle. 
And we we have this room upstairs where it's three big whiteboard walls and we filled it with like we were going to have a credit system. We were going to have this massive thing. And, it, and our, our advisor walked in, he looked at the wall and he looked at the other wall and he turned to us and said, call me when you've got it on the top left corner of the middle wall. Until then, you don't have it. Mm. Um, and 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 um, every I think every advisory meeting we had for the next four, we had once a week check ins. <clears throat> For the next three three months was pretty much about pricing and, and strategy and how we were going to sell. And that was huge. Um, one of our advisors worked for Accenture, closing $100 million, $200 million M&A deals. Um, you know, letting, you know, that kind of thing has been instrumental. And also, you should, you should know, before you go to an incubator, check out who, who, who they have relationships with. Um, because the relationships that the DMZ have, has are almost as valuable as being here. Um, you know, being introduced to VCs, not necessarily to take money, but just to get advice, you know, just to get an evaluation and knowing you can trust these people. Um, you know, relationships with lawyers, relationships with other incubators or other government funding agencies. It, and it adds an air of legitimacy to what you're doing to be able to invite someone into a boardroom as opposed to, you know, Starbucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just want to talk a little bit, little bit more about the product uh, Sidekick yeah. Pro. So you've got, an, and I'm probably not up to speed on this, and I do apologise, but um, so you've got a composer, yeah, where you can compose your own walkthroughs. Correct. Yeah. How does that work exactly? So you would, um, well, it's, it's it, you basically open up Sidekick. So wherever you have Sidekick installed, you open it up. You click on it's a little C, like a little button. Uh, you log in and. Um, it's very point and click. You will, you know, you, you write your, you write your own script as you would for a video. In fact, you record your audio if you want to, you don't have to because there's captioning, um, but you record your audio and then you go and you create the steps in and you create them. So you build your walkthrough inside the dashboard or system that you're creating them for. It's all point and click. Um, there are six different steps you can choose from while you're doing it. Sidekick is smart enough to wait for a JavaScript or Ajax element. Um, it's even smart enough. You could literally create a walkthrough that would just do it for them. So you could create a walkthrough and send someone a link that would just accomplish the task for them. It wouldn't, wouldn't necessarily teach them anything, but you know, if your mom's calling you on how to update the blog, um, as my parents do sometimes, sometimes you just want to do that. And, and, and that's, so it, it's, it's, um, it's very simple to create a walkthrough. Creating a walkthrough probably takes, um, your first one will take you 30 minutes because you, you know, to learn to write the process, but after that it's about a 15 minute exercise. Cool. So I'm kind of thinking, uh, I mean, completely selfishly here, I'm thinking from WP Elevation's point of view, we have mm -hmm. a membership site built in WordPress. Mm -hmm. I can essentially write some, some, um, some walkthroughs to help our members as an onboarding process when they first join the program, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so at the moment, the, side, the Sidekick for WordPress plugin works in the back end only, yep. but um, we can drop it into the front end or, the, or, or your, your dashboard um, using JavaScript. Right. Cool. Interesting. We might have to have that conversation uh, after yeah. the interview. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, we should do the elevation round, our lightning round. So for those that don't know, WP Elevation is a business accelerator program to help WordPress consultants build a business. Uh, ben has come from a consulting background so uh, and now is in the product space, which I know that is a big aspiration for a lot of our audience. So I know that a lot of our audience are going to find this whole interview very fascinating because um, you've made that transition from client services into product. By the way, are you mm -hmm. guys still doing any client services at all or are you just focused on yeah. product? Yeah, no, we're, we're doing client services. Um, we're 50-50. Revenue is about 50-50 client mm -hmm. service sidekick. We're hoping to knock that up to 80-20. Um, if you 
um, we just spoke. I just spoke at Prestige. If you can get a hold of our, my slides from Prestige Conference, um, you can read all about that. Cool. I'll uh, make a note of that and I'll put that in the show notes. By the way, the show notes for this episode are going to be at wpelevation.com slash benfox. That is B-E-N-F-O-X. One of the uh, most convenient short links we've had on a uh, <laughs> podcast episode. Um, You're welcome. WPElevation.com slash Ben Fox. So everything we're speaking about, you'll be able to find out those show notes. All right, this lightning round, let's get through it. Um, uh, what is the number one thing any freelancer or consultant needs to know? That they have value. Yes. There's that V word again. What is the best thing you've ever done to find new customers? Show up at WordCamp. Ah, nice. How do you stop competing on price? Uh, that there's, you know, uh, no, you know your value and you have an awesome product and you have, you, more than that, you know why your product will benefit, not, not the features, why your product will benefit the people that are going to use it. Um, and then it, it sells itself and the price becomes self-evident. Awesome. Uh, any tips on writing better proposals? <laughs> I'm not the guy to ask. Um, <laughs> be, be, have an editor, have an editor and don't click send until someone else has read over um, what yeah. you've written. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I yeah. can attest to that. Um, yeah. <clears throat> in fact, I came back from Pressnomics, the first Pressnomics, and I'd met a guy there from a large hosting company, and uh, he sent me an email the day afterwards, or no, the week afterwards when I was back in Australia, saying, oh, hey, Troy, it was great to meet you. I love what you guys are doing at Uber, and uh, we should, you know, chat more. And I'm like, dude, I'm not from <laughs> Uber, man. That's like... That's like I've, copy and paste 101. Dude. Yeah, Come yeah, on. um, yeah, absolutely. I would, um, you know, back to this when I when I sold that website for 300 bucks, I agreed to the price before I had asked about the specs. Yeah. So sorry. So along with the with the um, have a proofreader, know what you're getting into before you agree to do it. Yeah, uh, totally. And when you first start out, that's what you do. Don't, like, you just say yes to yeah, everything because you just absolutely. want the work. You need the money and yeah, yeah and you end up. And, and there's, by the way, there's nothing wrong with that. To all your listeners, there is nothing wrong with taking a job to get experience. But no what you're getting into and understand the value there is more than money. Don't, yeah. And don't complain when you don't make as much as you should have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, do you have a favorite tool or system for CRM? Um, I hate them all, but, uh, <laughs> but we are using... Dot com. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I don't, but there, there's, I, I don't have a favorite and I don't want to promote any of them because I'm really not happy with any of them that I've tried. But there is a new one for WordPress called um, Ukuru. Uk- darn it. Ukuru, I, they're going to kill me. It's, um, I'm looking, trying to look it up. Uku, it's called Uku People, U-K-U-U-People.com. It is a completely WordPress-based um, CRM. Support these guys. They are going to be, I don't, I've only met them at a Word, WordCamp, and they're doing everything right, and we should support them. Wow, UkuPeople.com, yeah. Okay, I, I'm going to uh, put a link to that in the show notes. Uh, and by the way, just a shout-out to everyone listening to this, IHateAllCRMs.com is available. So if you want to go and grab that domain, go and grab that domain and start posting uh, reviews about how crap all the CRMs are, except UQ people, which we'll put a link to in the show notes. Um, hey, what's the best way to keep a project and a client on track? Um, have a plan and have a system um, to track that plan. So we use Teamwork.com. Uh-huh. For, for web services work, we use Teamwork.com. Yep. We've also started inviting our, big, our bigger clients that pay us big retainers a month uh, monthly into our Slack, into private Slack channels. Ah, nice. So, so cutting, you know, email, it's funny to hear it, but email was taking too much time. Yeah. Slack, Slack is the way to go now. Definitely. Um, and actually we've seen, um, a 10% increase in hours from the two clients that we have on Slack because it's so easy to ask us for things. Um, but the other side of that is you are, your client can get you at any time during the day. 
So be aware. Yeah, I we love Slack. We've just we we moved to Slack about three months ago, and we haven't looked back. Um, any ideas for getting referrals from existing clients? Referrals are all about relationships. I love to say that we're all, we're all friends until we do business together, and then we're family. Yeah. So um, if you want referrals, give referrals. Nice. And, a- um, absolutely. And, and, give us get. And when, and when and when someone gives you a referral, you treat that like like it's platinum, like it's. You know, if someone refers business to you, you make sure that that goes well because you've got, it's not just your relationship, it's, your, your, it's not just you that's on the line, it's that other person's good name as well. Uh, and final question in the Elevation Round, what's the number one thing you can do to differentiate yourself? Be yourself. Yeah. Or as uh, Kaspar Hubinger from Market Press in Germany said, he said, be your king self. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Germans, they've got, a, they've got a nice way of putting it. But exactly. Yes, be, be, your, be, your, be yourself, yeah. <laughs> hey, um, what's the future for Sidekick Pro? Where, where, do you, where, do you, where are you trying to take this thing over the next 12 months? Where do you want it to be in 12 months' time? Um, in 12 months' time, we're going to have 100. There are going to be 100 higher education um, um, institutions using Sidekick to empower their staff and faculty to do, you know, um, and take some support, paying off their support staff. And um, we're going to grow our, our WordPress um, basics library exponentially. We're going to onboard new partners. We're working with, we're very excited. We're working with three huge partners right now to build walkthroughs. Um, um, and they're going to rep- they represent millions of WordPress installs. So um, those are two places we're definitely going. Awesome. Good, good. I, um, where can people reach out and say thanks for this interview, Ben? Uh, they can get me on Twitter at Benjamin E. Fox or at Sidekick Helps. And um, Ben at Sidekick.pro, email me, you know, I'm, I'm not a problem. And then uh, www.sidekick.pro if they want to take a look at our, at our stuff. Awesome. And uh, hey, final question, who would you like me to try and interview next and why? Um, David Hensel from MaxCDN. Uh-huh. He is, um, I've had the good fortune to sit with him um, at a couple, of, a couple of times now. And um, he is a fan, he's German, don't hold that against him. He is, uh, <laughs> no, he's... Uh, he, he's, he's, uh, he's, his story is amazing. I mean, the story of Max CDN is pretty cool. And um, he, they are the largest independently owned CDN in the world. I didn't know that. They're, they're basically, they compete with like, with like Amazon. Um, and, uh, and, and he's just a great entrepreneur and he's a wonderful person. So, cool. so, and he's hilarious. Awesome. David Hensel from CDN, uh, from Max, Max CDN. Yeah. I'm coming to get you courtesy of Ben Fox. So keep your eyes <laughs> in your inbox. Hey, man, thank you so much for spending some time with us on the WP Elevation podcast. I really appreciate it. And I wish you guys all the best for the future. Thank you very much. It's great to, great, great to be here. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Ben. I hope you enjoyed that episode of the WP Elevation podcast. Of course, this podcast is brought to you by Video User Manuals. You can get the plug-in for just $1 for your first month by going to videousermanuals.com slash podcast. Support for WP Elevation also comes from Audible. You can get your free audio book and a free 30-day trial by visiting wpelevation.com slash audible. That's wpelevation.com slash audible. Please subscribe to the WP Elevation podcast at iTunes or Stitcher. And if you like what we're doing, please give us a rating and a review. All the links and all the resources, everything we spoke about for this episode will be at wpelevation.com slash benfox. That's B-E-N-F-O-X. Very simple, very short, no underscores, no spaces, no hieroglyphics, all lowercase, all one word. wpelevation.com slash benfox. 
And remember to leave a comment underneath the episode this week and tell Ben your biggest fear as an entrepreneur. And I'll get Ben to swing by and award the prize of one business license and two site owner licenses uh, to the Sidekick Pro WordPress plugin. Hey, next week on the podcast, we have Kronda Adair from Carvel Digital. I'm looking forward to that. I hope you are too. I hope you're enjoying the podcast as much as I am. Until next week, I'm Troy Dean. Go Elevate.